remember I'll put my hand up if I really have to cough. I'll call on you for questions when you have to cough. I've got beer. There's uh, Pepsi in the fridge. <coughs> you didn't put your hand up. Wow. I know. System's <laughs> broken already. Because that way you have to cut that part out. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. I'm Jake. This is Alex. I'm Jason. And today we played Rascal, PS1 classic. Yeah, thanks to one of our listeners sent in a suggestion, and I hope they never listen again because I'm done with them. Oh my god, they're out of my life. I'm happy you didn't call them a viewer because I do that all the time. Yeah, but it's funny every single time. Well, yeah. That's why I do it. Rascal for the PS1 came out in 1998. March 1998. Good year. Probably. It was, yeah. Jake, Developed by... hit us with some stuff. Yes. What? Quickly. Hit us with some Come stuff. On. I'm sure you looked up a list of like 30 games that came out in 1998. I did. All right. Hold on. So give us like Let three. Let me get to it. The Jesus. highlights. <laughs> we went through games released in 1998 and Grim Fandango. So here's a different list. Akuji the Heartless, Duke Nukem, Time to Kill, Suicoden 2, Medieval, Need for Speed 3, Hot Pursuit. Right, that's Pursuit. good. You're good. Parasite Eve. Stop. Isn't it Suicoden? Huh? Isn't it Suicoden? That's sweet code in. Jesus. Turok 2. You make me sick. <laughs> Gets enter the gecko. Turok 2, great game, by the way. Turok 2, I love it. Turok 2 is fucking awesome. Jason, are you ready to go balls deep on Bubblegum Kid? Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be the first one. It's Bubblegum Kid, not Bubblegum Kid. Fuck. Uh, Let me drink some more. That'll clearly cure up all of our talky issues. Uh, so, the oh. Bubblegum Kid, a.k.a. Rascal in the United States. There's not really a plot here. I'll cover it in, I don't know, like two seconds. Your dad is a magic professor. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> he develops a time travel machine, but gets attacked by, what is the bad guy's name? Cronon. Cronon, the evil master of time. That's how you have to say his name. That feels right. I refer to him as Tentacle Nightmare Phase. I mean, that aptly describes him. They're not tentacles, though. They're, like, hands on the clock that makes up his chest, which uh, it took me the entire game to realize. Good job, Jim Henson Monster Shop. Yes. Yep, he gets attacked by Cronon, the evil master of time. And they fight, and Cronon kidnaps your dad. You, as a little kid, take the bubble gun that your dad also invented and start hopping through time portals to get your dad back. Yep. That's it. Like, eventually you do. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Unless you don't beat the game, and then I guess you don't, and your nobody, dad nobody gives a fuck. gets tortured forever. That's cool. Yeah, so you go through five levels three times. Every level you go through a past version of it, a present version of it, and then you have a boss fight with Cronon, the Nightmare Face Master of Time. You said that all wrong. Time Master. Evil Master of Time. You gotta get into it, man. Evil Master of Time. Perfect. So... You go through Castle Hackalot when it's just a castle. Go through it when it's a museum in the present time. Then dumbass boss fight. You go through the Aztec ruins, which are the temple at Chichimeca. I'm sure you pronounced that right. Yeah, it's fine. The uh, past is it's a temple, and then the present when it's a logging site. You go through Atlantis when it is a palace, and then again when it's completely submerged. You go through the Jolly Raider, which is a pirate ship, when it's still a pirate ship, and then again when that is a sunken ship. And Dodgy City, the first time you go through it, it is a western town, and then the next time you go through it, it's like a Hollywood studio. All right, aren't you, uh, like, 
aren't your proportions way off? Like your characters, is that where you're really big? Yeah, there's the one because you go through the different movie sets, right? And there's okay. the one where you're like a, a monster going through a tiny city, and then where you're super tiny going through like giant stuff. Yep, I thought those levels were pretty cool compared to the other ones. I like the variety. I'll give him that. Added some interesting elements, briefly at least. It's, I gotta say, like none of the levels are very long, which no, that's nice. Yes, thank you for uh, that. It is a rather short game. Yeah, some poor soul on YouTube uploaded an entire 100% playthrough, and it takes him two hours and 24 minutes. I mean, it took me longer to get through it. I don't know how long it took you guys. It took me, I think, about four, a little f- more than four hours, because I kept getting stuck because the controls are so shitty. Yeah, that's about where I was at. Yeah, I think it was probably on like five hours by the end of it. Like, I stopped fighting, and I eventually got to the point where I just kept running past people. Oh, it's way more efficient. And so that's why I think I went through pretty quickly. Except for the occasional enemies that you have to kill to get a piece of the hourglass. Right. As you go through each stage... (coughs) Excuse me. As you go through each stage, you have to... Put your fucking hand up. Seriously, he set the precedence. No, that was for him. No. That's not for me. <laughs> that unilaterally applies. So as you go through each stage, you have Even to if pick you do it after the fact. Six pieces of an hourglass. It's going to keep going. <laughs> hourglass. Yeah, you get the pieces. Yeah. Then you leave. Yeah, like, why, why, why do you get the pieces of the hourglass? It's to force you to go to areas that you might not normally have. I know there were at least two levels that I got to the end with only a few parts of the hourglass, and I had to fucking backtrack. Yeah. Walk through. I knew that shit was going to happen to me in the first one, the old castle. It's like, no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. So I used the walkthrough. Controls are enough of a challenge. I don't need to get lost, too. The controls are those sweet-ass old-school tank controls. It's like a 3D platformer with Resident Evil controls. Yeah, it's so bad. And no camera other than, like, what, raise and lower? For me, it would bump to the side, barely, mm-hmm. uh, left or right, but like I couldn't turn it, and it wouldn't really like, raise or lower. The camera was just set behind you awkwardly. Well, yeah, the camera is behind you. Always, you know, that kind of floating behind your character perspective, but it would clip other things, so every now and then you'd try to turn, and the camera would be like, yeah, but there's a wall there, right. so I'm just going to stay here. It's like in Mario 64 when, was it, Lakitu is the cameraman, yep. mm-hmm. and he kind of gets stuck. It's at least in that game, they kind of give you a visualization of that problem. Because it is a very real problem with 3D games like that. But at least in Mario 64, it kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, well, Likitu is bumping into the wall. That's why he can't, he can't yeah. move. He's an actual creature holding a camera. Right. Yeah, he can only move so far. Instead of this, where it's invisible and it can't exist in the same space as something else at the same time for no reason whatsoever. And I sent you the picture that one night. Oh, yeah. That, that was my screen. I was stuck in that hallway and all I could see were... Stone wall. That's that's it. Just stone wall. I just kept hitting buttons until I got out. It took me several minutes. <laughs> My first thought was like, he's just fucking with me, right? Like this. Nope. No, I could easily see that happening. That was the worst thing. It was just every now and then I'd be like, okay, I need to go here. But the camera's just not agreeing with me. So I guess I'm just leaping into what I hope is going to be a landing platform. And then I fall to my death. So the camera is just a nightmare. Especially because you're trying to platform. As you said, skipping the enemies is actually way faster and way better to do. So the game then revolves. That's the word I want. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Game revolves around platforming, which is not pleasant. No, the the controls suck, but it's manageable. The uh, graphics are weird. 
Like, it looks like 1998 graphics. It's nothing spectacular. It's not good by the time standards by any means. I don't think it's particularly worse than anything else out on the market. Except for, like, the weird tiling issues it has sometimes. But the fucking camera has got to be the worst fucking part. Because as you're trying to hop around and you see a jump you should be able to make, and suddenly it's off because the camera's at a weird angle, or for me, your character would go invisible... Yeah, that happens a couple times. Or, like, half of him, which I fucking loved. Where it's just like, he doesn't have a way, so it's just legs coming out of his shirt, and then his legs disappear, so I had no idea where the fuck I was jumping to. Alex, explain it. You know, I thought the graphics actually were pretty good for 1998. Camera's the issue. Lots of clipping, and you get some weird lines kind of on the screen and shit. But, otherwise, I thought it looked fine. Yeah, judging by other games from 1998, the graphics weren't an issue, and as mentioned briefly earlier the main character and some of the enemies and creatures were designed by the uh, jim henston monster shop and you can kind of get that they are weird and they're not like human necessarily looking uh not like the uh people have that sort of like puppety look to them yeah yep which i kind of like that it's got kind of unique look it's not trying to be realism when the graphics weren't ever going to let them try that yeah so it kind of gives it this weird puppety look, which works with the graphical capabilities they had. It's cleaner than Final Fantasy VII. It's just then you try to <laughs> you try to turn and jump. Well, that doesn't work. No, no, it doesn't. Well, like, you can turn and jump, or you can jump and then uh, turn in midair. You just can sometimes see where you're going and sometimes not. I have to say, uh, the music in this game... It's bumping. I really fucking liked it. Yeah. With the exception of the house, which is like your hub. Yeah. I thought uh, all the stage music was fucking sweet. Agreed. Although, I realized it does help. You're not in any stage for like an extended period of time, so it doesn't get fucking old. Yeah, I could imagine them getting kind of droning on if you really got stuck somewhere. I had that in uh, Atlantis, where like Mm -hmm. I like the music, but especially the second time you go to it when it's all underwater. See, the underwater parts, I thought that's when the music sucked. It was annoying and, and just kind of ground on me after a while. Is it because uh, trying to swim is so fucking frustrating? Because everyone loves water levels. Yeah, right. Especially with tank controls. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Anytime I was underwater, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess I'm moving now. <laughs> there is a weird momentum feel to your character sometimes. Like, you can't get them to stop. Yeah. So, in the Atlantis stage... The second time you're there, it's completely submerged. The second time you're there, uh, you have that pillar outside that you have to move into the, uh, like, colored spaces. Did you guys ever, like, accidentally hit the green one? Yes. Did you die? Where that fucking stingray comes out and then just fucks your world up. And, like, you're just trying to move the goddamn pillar back so you can go... Move it to another color so you can open up a gate to get whatever mm-hmm. bullshit collectible you have to get to complete the fucking stage. And it's just like, nah, brah. And it just fucking ruins you. Yep. That was the best. I loved it. I think my favorite part was where I got one of the keys. I can't remember what level it was. I got a blue key. And then I ran over to the blue door and it just didn't open. <laughs> Ooh, what? Uh, the Atlantis one where, like, just because you have the key, it doesn't make the doors open. You have to hit a shell because reasons and then it unlocks the door i mean that is ridiculous no it was one of the other levels so i just i reset the game and then it worked <laughs> that was good or ooh, ooh, or the uh the like half pipe sections which are oh no throughout no, the no 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 those are awful and i hate them 
Or the minecart. Yeah. I don't even know what it is in the Aztec Temple. You're like riding down a half a bowl or something? Yeah, you're just riding a bowl down a half pipe because... Yeah, like, this is what people eat rice out of. Let me just mm. ride down this mountain. Like a boss. Like a rascal. And if that doesn't sound that bad, you have to realize you can see maybe 10 feet in front of you. And it turns so often and there's shit in the path that hurt when you hit it. And it takes like a third half your health so you just randomly get hit with shit which most of the time you don't even see as you're trying to make your way down this half pipe oh it's so good yeah they're just like blind we're turning now but the camera won't let you see what's coming so you're like great there's basically like three positions you can be at the middle of it or you can swing to either side which is really funny when because you can swing to the inside and just hug the inside of every turn and you're like that's how physics works checks out Yeah. yeah But there's like three lanes you can kind of be in, and then it'll just be stuff, and it'll hit you. But you don't know which lane to be in, so it's just a guessing game on every corner until you, you know, die once or twice, and then you know where all the stuff is. Yeah, until you repeatedly die your way down the half pipe so you can figure out what the fuck it is you're supposed to be doing. Which, as we all know, is great game design. Yeah, I'm sure that's how they meant it. As we were talking about it, Jason, you brought up a good point. Why is it that it's got a save system? but also a separate life counter? I don't know. It should have been the point where they realized that if you're going to give everyone a save function, maybe don't have this arbitrary life counter. If you die, you either go back to your save or just to the very beginning of the level, and then you can do that as many times as you want. It doesn't fundamentally change the game, but it makes it so that once your three lives are up because you got hit by invisible boulders too many times... You don't have to reload the game, walk back downstairs and through these stupid colored doors and jump through a portal again. Like, it just makes me spend more time doing boring stuff where there aren't even enemies or jumping challenges. It's just walking back to where I was. Well, it's a short game. They knew it was a short game. They're trying to make it longer. (sighs) So with the weird bullshit, did you guys have anything that was game-breaking? Other than the time I couldn't go through a door. I don't think any of it broke my game. No. You, Jason, had said that um, the recommendation that we got, the guy that had played it, uh, there was a point where he just crashed. He couldn't actually beat the game. Yeah. And I had that at the Castle Hack a lot the second time that you go through it. The door right before you get to the exit, when I walked through there, the game would just crash. Like, it really feels like because I quit and then come back into it and then replay the whole fucking level again, that I got lucky when it actually worked and then it let me continue the game. How lucky. I felt blessed, yeah. 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 <laughs> you should have just thrown your hands up and like, oh, I guess I can't play it anymore. I wanted to. I said last time, I'm not playing this fucking next game, but goddammit, I did it anyway. You're going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm dumb. Oh man, the bosses. I don't even know how you're actually supposed to do those. I just run around in circles and shoot them. Yeah. Hop around faster. That third time you go to each stage and you fight Cronon, uh, yeah, he takes way too many hits. Like, his health pool's stupid. And you just, like, avoid his lame-ass attacks while he doesn't move. He just stands in, like, this glowing circle. He stands in the middle of a clock. Yeah, it's a clock. I wasn't paying that much attention. If you stand on it, the uh, arms of the clock hit you. Because I was tired of jumping. Like, I was just all up in his shit. Fuck you! That does a lot of damage. Is that an insta-kill the clock hits you? I mean, it was for me, No, it does do a lot of damage. I was going to say, it does for me, but I had hardly any health. So, yeah, run around in circles and shoot him till they're dead. Wash, rinse, repeat. Rascal! Does ammo mean anything? No. Yes, but only kind of. Hmm. From what I could tell, when you had ammo, you did slightly more damage. And then if you got your gun to full, it would glow red and shot homing 
attacks. Oh, I, I don't know. I so many so much of the game I spent just like mashing the fire button. I was constantly out of ammo, so I just had those like lame ass little blue bubbles. Yeah, so it's blue when you're and... empty. When you've got regular shot, it's green, and then yeah, when you get up to full and get the glowing red one, it homes towards enemies, which was way way more useful because then you only had to be kind of aiming at them. You could still hit them since you know the aiming and controls were so garbage. Yep. The game feels like it wants to be all the other games that came out. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie, Super Mario 64, Crash Bandicoot, Tomb Raider, and Croc all came out one to two years before this game. The typically. good ones, yeah. This game wants to be those. It wants to cash in on 3D platformers. That's what people are doing. So they went about to be like, hey, this is the in thing. Let's make one without actually knowing how. Yeah, how can we do that but half-ass it as much as possible? I mean, at least that's what it plays like. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say? It's that's... a short game. It... Yeah, I don't know what to say about it. Final <laughs> review? Yeah, I mean, I am not a better person for having played this. I would say <laughs> that about literally every game we've played, except for Grim Fandango. <laughs> like, there is nothing remarkable about this game. No, I briefly enjoyed it for periods because it reminded me of those old games. And I was like, man, I should go back and play some Crash Bandicoot. But then, you know, I would... Try to make a jump and then just die and be like, oh, right, that's why this game sucks. So it's a bad game. It reminds you of good games, but it's a bad game. Well, it's every underwater section. All I can think of is mm. how well Super Mario 64 did it. Yeah. And, like, it still sucks, but comparatively, Super Mario 64 is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's that's all the things I had on this game. I don't have anything more. And really, I mean, that's uh, when it came out, almost all the reviews were basically along that lines. I will say, because I read all the reviews for this game, Now Gamer gave it a 7 out of 10. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they played a different game. Now Gamer was what works for Sony. Like it's owned by Sony, right? I have to assume so because <laughs> uh, in the review they talked about the intuitive controls <laughs> and the Ooh. intelligent camera following mm. system. And what I, <laughs> I t- no, you're right. They played a totally <laughs> different fucking game. There's, there's no way they played this game. Sounds like they played Mario. Someone told them, hey, review this game. They're like, well, I don't have time to play it. What's it like? They're like, it's like Mario. And then they just threw some words on a page. <laughs> Mario's awesome. This game's probably awesome. He even has his own little stomp attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's useful for the infinitely spawning mini-enemies. Mm-hmm. Spiders. Sh- spiders, rats, fish, fish, crabs. Crabs. Depending on where you are, yeah, there's, there's little enemies that'll spawn constantly. And you kill them, and sometimes they drop either hearts to heal you, ammo, or poison, which if you touch damages you. Hmm. But they're forever, constantly spawning. And then sometimes they'll spawn in a bat, and bats are just annoying as shit. Or you'll get those uh, 2D enemies that you can't actually hit, but they hurt you. Yeah. Like the uh, bees or the fucking ghosts. Bees! I knew that was coming. Not the bees. Beads? Not the bees! They're in my mouth! Ah! Alright, so we're done. With Rascal. Uh, yeah, we're basically just done with Rascal. Cool. Which I don't know why we wouldn't be. It's short and bad, don't play it. Oh, wait. Who would you recommend this game for? No one. Oh. Oh, uh, hang on, I'll find someone to recommend it for. A PlayStation 1 owner who, uh, wants to play Mario, but can't. Yeah, but there's better games. Sure, but, I don't know. Maybe this is all Timmy got for Christmas, because his parents hate him. Sure, if you're, uh, (laughs) a small child in 1998... And uh, you've got a PlayStation 1 and no other consoles, and <laughs> your parents bought you this game. Yeah, go ahead. I play put, it. I put my fucking hand yeah, up. Yeah, he put his hand up. What are you doing, you ass? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep talking. Fuck this guy. 
I would say if you're looking to complete a PlayStation collection and like you had to buy this game, sure. Oh boy. You're trying to finish a, a collection. That's a big fuck off collection. So if you're a completionist, I mean you recommend this game because he has to have it to complete his collection? No, there, there's no reason to play it. I, I can see why you would buy it. That's it. <laughs> I like it. If you want to buy this game to say you have it, do that. Yes, yes. But don't you, bother playing it. Then yeah. you can totally say that you have it, and yep. everything will be great. It's perfect. But make sure you get the Japanese version, so it's called Bubblegun Kid instead of Rascal, because that's way better. Is there a sequel? I don't believe so. Fuck. All right, well, let's uh, talk about some letters from listeners. Letters from uh, listeners? Oh, my God. So not only... on time? Who cares? <laughs> We're at like 10 minutes. I didn't take any fucking time at all. All right. So we got an email from EJ who wants to know. Who? That's what they're going by. EJ? EJ. EJ. All right. Cool. So they want to know, what was your favorite soundtrack or score to a game? I can tell you mine right off the bat. Yeah. San Andreas. Easy. Great music. Great era. Early 90s? Come on. Mine's a toss-up. Like, Nino Cooney, I listen to that soundtrack at least once a week. I fucking mm. love that soundtrack. Uh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy 3, or American 3, the Japanese 6. At least once a month, I listen to those two. Can't so. you just say 6 now, since they've merged the... No, my cart said 3. God damn it, I'm going by 3. But if you say 6, I'm going to know what you're talking about. Yeah, If three. you say 3, I'll be like, well, which one? American 3. I don't know what means. <laughs> Have you ever played Japanese 3? That no. game is shit. Yeah? Oh my god. But I'm over Maybe we'll Final play Fantasy. It I'm over Final Fantasy. <laughs> what's, what's the next question? No, I still gotta say mine, which I really don't know. It's gotta be one of the Final Fantasies, Nobu Umatsu. 13. No. <laughs> which he wasn't involved in, if you remember. Right. From our episode. Uh, yeah. There. And then they actually got a two-part question. Second question here. Uh, what games moved you emotionally? Which is a hilarious question to ask us wonderfully normal people. I, I got this one. You got this. I don't. I mean... I know what you're going to say, yeah. and I agree, I so I don't I have anything too. else. Can I, uh, go ahead. The opening to yep. The Last of Us. Yep. I called it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've got children, and like watching that was fucking crushing. My God. Yeah, I guess. Also, to uh, bring it back <laughs> to the uh, first question, you heartless fuck. <laughs> Nino Cooney, again, uh, the, a story with that where that first 45 minutes, which is pretty much all cutscene, you play as Oliver... You're in a car, it crashes into a canal, your mom jumps in to save you, she has a heart attack and fucking dies in the process. Damn. It's a powerful moment. Good thing I wasn't paying attention, because did you just spoil the end of Nino Kuni? No. Okay, good. I spoiled the opening the 45 beginning. minutes. Yeah. The mom dies. Okay, I knew that part. So you got anything, Alex? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick one, but let me finish. Mass Effect 3, the end. Not where it goes bad. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fight up to... Have you finished it? No. Have either of you finished Mass Effect 3? Oh, yeah. Well, do you care if anything is spoiled for you? I don't care at all. Okay, so <laughs> it's that last fight, and I think you're on Earth. And it's... Because Mass Effect is like one of my favorite games of all time. And so to be fighting there at the end, as you're getting hit on all four sides with all your crew around you... Hold on, hold on. The, the original trilogy... Yeah. Okay. Andromeda doesn't exist. So it, you're ready to play it for our podcast. It was... <laughs> I've already played it. It was kind of like, those are your people, you know? You you spend a lot of time with them, and you get to know them, and I enjoyed playing the story and all that shit. So it's like, well, to be there dying with them at the end, and it feels totally hopeless. That was kind of where I was at. But then the ending just kind of fucked all of it up afterward. I like the ending. Yeah, I think running up to there, I had uh, Garrus and Space Gypsy, and when she died, I didn't care, but Garrus, god damn it. It's like they all die one by one. Is that it? I think that's it. Did you answer? No. I'm a soulless monster. Huh? 
Ah, fair play. It could be anything, right? It could be something that scared you, or what? Because you just said emotional, right? Moved you emotionally. So it doesn't have to be like makes you sad. It could be any kind of emotion. <sighs> See, Spooky's house of jump scares. I don't, every fucking time. What the fuck? Answer the question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sure, I'm gonna go with. What am I gonna go with? I don't even know. What moved me emotionally? What have I played? Nothing. Who am I? <laughs> just say Call of Duty. Last Remnant, it moved uh, you to anger. <laughs> that's true. But I don't think that's the emotion that they're hoping to ask us for. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus. This is a great story. It was, it was just, you know, you're endlessly fighting for your girlfriend who dies. I've never played it. Spoilers. Oh. Jesus, By I haven't played it either. Dang. Ah. Ah, but then, yeah. I legitimately haven't played it, though. Oh. Well, uh... I know what happens, though. It's, as I've been on the internet. Kills, Alex. You know, the Colossus. Just once. You just... <laughs> <laughs> you were there once. It was fine. But, you know, it, it's, it does really well uh, affecting your emotions because of how kind of empty and haunting the whole world feels as you kill these giant Colossus and get more and more corrupted as there's no other people or really even life around. You're just... At the end of the world, trying your damnedest to bring her back. Damn. That sounds like Nino Cooney. Have I told you guys about Nino Cooney? <laughs> I don't think you've mentioned it. Do you like that game? Never heard of it. Okay. How much are they paying you? Oh, what? They're paying you? Bitch, you got a share. I get that share from Pizza Hut every month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to. And shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a couple. Let's not. Go ahead. Right. No. Uh, so I'll do a video game one. Sure. What is your favorite game world? One that you would either want to be in or you just find aesthetically pleasing. To give you guys a minute to think about it, not one that I want to be in, but one that I really love the look of the world, Dark Souls. Especially when you get to Lothric and uh, Dark Souls and Dark Souls 3. I fucking love the way that looks. So do you want something that like looks cool or you really like the lore of? However you want to take it. Okay, so I up until... The most recent one, which I still kind of enjoy, is the Fallout series. I really enjoyed the way they put it together. The kind of just 1950s, 60s era, like, everything. All the stuff, the technology that they have is old. But it's now set in the future after nuclear war, so they also have all this laser guns and stuff. It's a, you know, interestingly built out a post-apocalyptic world, which I think is cool. I wouldn't want to be there. But I really like how they built it out. That kind of reminds me of, uh, like, uh, Bioshock, Rapture. I love the sort of, like, Art Deco look anyway. But just the way Rapture's put together, I really liked. Man, I don't know. You really stumped me with this one. You know, I have a lot of places that come to mind, but it's like none of them are great enough. Like, I don't think there's very many video game worlds I want to be in. Shaq-Fu. The one that keeps coming to mind is Liberty City from Grand Theft Auto 3, but that's only because it was, like, the first time I'd ever played... A sandbox game like that that's why it's significant to me the other one that comes to mind is pokemon like kanto or johto specifically uh just because who wouldn't want real pokemon so i think that's probably the one i'll go with so are we bringing up specifically you bringing up pokemon every goddamn episode from here on out because it's three in a row now <laughs> <laughs> all right it's probably enough vamping to cut t- something together you want to do what we're currently playing that's not for the podcast Am I or not, whatever, um, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got two. Yeah, what are you Somehow playing? I found the time for two. Yeah. I'm playing through Doom again from the beginning. Just finished the first one. I started the second one today. And Horizon Zero Dawn, quite possibly one of the best games I've ever played. Nice. I've been trying to finish up the yeah, 2016 Doom. Okay, I'm 
right at the end. It's so fucking good. You know, I have a Let's Play up on my uh, YouTube channel. I didn't know that. At uh, youtube.com forward slash whatever the fuck my channel name is. <laughs> we'll ask you about it later. Maybe right, you'll cool. remember it by then. Uh, hold on, yeah. hold on. I've also been putting some time into uh, PUBG. All right. It's better than Fortnite. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. What have I been playing? When we haven't been playing more Borderlands 2. Right. Because yeah. Borderlands 2 is life. Uh, yeah, I don't even count that. I've been playing Undertale. Ah. So that's been pretty good. So I think Alex looked it up, so I think we can, <laughs> we can move on to our plugs now. <laughs> did you really forget the name of your own fucking YouTube channel? <laughs> yes, I did. So Alex, where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash 10 rules all. You forgot it again. <laughs> well, the best part is that it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> Just take that times three, and that's my plug. Go ahead. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. <laughs> you, you can also just search Jake Prey everywhere else. He's the only one that comes up. I mean, he does have a pretty unique name. No, I don't. If you actually look up Jake Prey, the first thing you get up is like some prey for some kid with leukemia. Well, yeah, that's because you, your last name is spelled kind of funny. If you try to search my name, you'll find, I don't know, a couple billion results before you hit me. Yeah, what, literally half the world? Yeah. I don't even know this dude's name. His name's on his shirt. Miller? Championship. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just call him Championship from now on. <laughs> just call me Champ. <laughs> your shirt doesn't even say that. It says Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne's a good name, too. If you want to call me Champagne, I ain't not about that. That sounds like a stripper name. And? It's definitely a stripper name. <laughs> champagne. So if you have any comments, questions, replies, things you want us to play, or questions you want to ask us, you can email us at thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Uh, thebadgamecast at gmail.com, you said? Gmail. Gmail. All right, so we done? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yep, we're done. All right. For the bad game cast, I've been Jake. No, I'm not doing it again. I'm out. He's out. <laughs> He's out. I'm Jason. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.